Okay, good evening, everyone. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you've been with us um, for the last several weeks, welcome back. We appreciate you tuning in every week to the Hustle and Grow live stream series and podcast. Um, just a little housekeeping before we get right into it. Um, if you have a question or comment, of course, we always want you to say hi, say hey, let us know you're there. Um, you know, this is a a conversation with all of us, not just uh, Victoria and myself. So I definitely want you to participate. If you have questions, just drop them in the comments and we will uh, do our best to answer them. And of course, you know, Victoria and I will be hanging out in the comments and, and answering those as well. So I want to, if you don't know who I am, my name is Noni Banks. I am a brand, or not brand, <laughs> business and marketing strategist, content creator, and the CEO and founder of the Diva Movement, where we help women grow as they are growing their business. And tonight, our special guest is Victoria Downs. Welcome. Thank you. So excited to be here. Absolutely. So I'm glad that you are joining us. So why don't you tell everyone about yourself? All right, awesome. Well, thank you again, Noni, for having me. Um, and for those who are new to me, my name is Victoria Downs. I'm a brand to profit strategist, um, certified business coach, and the founder of the Village Creative, which is soon to be the Brand to Profits Academy. I'm currently undergoing a um, uh, rebrand. So, you know, I'm going through it too. Thank you. Everything that we're talking about, like I'm going, I'm doing the same thing, um, you know, at the very mo at this very moment as well. And my work is centered around um, helping women of color entrepreneurs really develop their brands in alignment with their vision. And what I mean by that really is to make sure they have a destination in mind, an objective in mind that they're working towards and not just in the business every day, hustling and grinding without a, an end game. And the way that we do that is help them identify, one, identify what that vision is and what that life looks like for them, and then create some strategic goals that will allow them to, um, you know, manifest the vision in a way that um, is sustainable for them. It's allowing them to increase their profits because they're taking vision aligned goals in their vision aligned steps in their businesses every day. Um, and it also, you know, just builds their business sustainably so that as they're growing, they're laying the foundation to be able to grow and scale at some point. So that is what I do. And that's who I am. Love it. And so how long have you been doing this, Victoria? Remind me. Ooh, I've been in business in some form or another for about 14, over 14 years. Um, I became a certified coach last summer. Okay, nice, nice. So good. Well, I want to jump right in because, you know, we're in February and, and we always, you know, start 20 or any year with very aggressive goals, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about our business goals, and you had something on your blog about why your business goals aren't working. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So one of the biggest reasons why, and I talk to a lot of women, um, and all of, a lot of entrepreneurs who out of the gate, like they have really big goals. And like you said, at the beginning of every new year, we have renewed optimism. And this is the year we're going to finally lose the 20 pounds. This is the year that we're going to hit it big in our business. This is the year that we're going to go back to school. Like everybody sets those goals. Um, and what happens is we set the goal, but we don't have a plan. Mm. There's no plan on how we're going to achieve the goal. Right. And sometimes we set those goals and it's so attached to the outcome that we don't we don't commit to the process right mm. 
And another thing, another reason why the goals don't work is sometimes your goals are not in alignment with your vision. Where you want to go and where you want to end up and what you really want to do is not what you're setting goals for. And I'll give you an example um, to kind of talk about what I mean by that. Is um, An example is like, you know, let's say you want to five years from now, be your own CEO. You want to be able to quit your full-time job, make the same kind of, make the same kind of money or more in your business, but be able to live life on your own terms. That's your five-year plan. That's your five-year vision. And every day you have this business that you've launched, you've had some success, like your friends and family keep, you know, they buy, they're loyal, but you're trying to break into a bigger market. Uh -huh. but you come home every day from your nine to five or you clock out and go to sleep or you go out or you go to dinner. So, and I'm not knocking people who take time for themselves, but if you want something, you have to work at it and you have right. to give the same amount of dedication and energy that you give anything else on your plate. So our goals don't work because we're not keeping the vision in mind. Uh, so when me, the goals were like, oh, this doesn't work. This is not good. I quit. Uh, when it's a matter of, did we really do the work to meet the goals? That's good. Now, Victoria, how do you, I know everyone has their own kind of system for those of us who have been in it for a long time. How do you set your goals, keep them? Because, you know, I like to tell people how, you know, th that saying, how do you eat an elephant one, you know, bite at a time, stop trying to tackle everything at once. What's your process to, okay, here's these, these lofty goals. How do you reach, you know, the steps? How do you mm -hmm. go about that process? So it's all about reverse engineering. Right. Mm. So that's why for me, it's really important to start with the vision. Where are you trying to go? And my um, the best analogy for me is think about when you're traveling somewhere. You've mm -hmm. never been there before, but you have the address. So you feel confident in getting to that place because you have the address. You know where you're going. Mm -hmm. So you hop in your car and you put your the address into your phone or your GPS, and it gives you step-by-step -step direction on how to get to this place. You don't question it. You just follow it mm. because it's planned. And you trust the planning. You trust the process. It's the same thing with goals. So you start with your destination, which is your vision. Where do you want to go? Where do you, and visions don't have to be the, you know, the 10, 15 year vision. There's that, but you can also have your one year vision. Where do you see yourself at the end of this year? Right. You start with that. And if your vision is to make a certain amount of money in your business every year, and, and if you want to make a certain amount of money in your business this year, let's say that's your vision, because you want to be able to go on vacation next spring without having to put it on your credit card. Mm. So that's the vision. And then from that vision, you're going to determine in order for me to be able to go on vacation, I need to make X amount of money. Now your goals become specific, yeah. right? So I need to make an X amount of money. And you identifying what that specific goal is, you can then reverse engineer that goal to say, well, if I need to make a thousand dollars a month, if I need to make a thousand dollars in three months, I need to make X amount of dollars every day. Uh. If I need to make X amount of dollars every day. These are the things I need to do. Get on social media, send an email. List, you know what I mean? So right engineer where you're trying to go to break it down to your steps and you can literally plan your your whole year 
depending mm -hmm. on how far you stretch your goals, you can literally plan it out day by day. Now, I don't do a yearly goal. I do a yearly vision and I do a 12-week plan, a 12-week goal. So that okay. way, the goals are literally like right there. Right. Mm. So, about, um, and I know I'm talking a lot, so please come up from. No, go ahead. Um, think about like, I, I, well, this is my experience. Every year I want to lose 15 pounds. I just had my third child. Well, not just, he's going to be three next month. See, that's the issue. Like, I think I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, for the last three years, I've wanted to like lose those final pounds. Like, I want to get back to my pre third baby weight. Mm. Right. Yeah. And, Every year at the beginning, I sign up for the gym or I, I call my trainer. Hey, remember me? I quit last February, but I'm going to be back. second. <laughs> Every year I do that. And yeah. because my goal is I want to lose 15 pounds in 2020, then I have 365 days. So I procrastinate for 340. Mm. But if my goal is I want to lose, even if it's five pounds, in 90 days, that deadline comes quicker. And because that deadline is sooner, it forces you to do a check. Did I meet it? Did I not? Yeah. If you wait till the end of the year to check in on your goals, you've missed out on opportunities to, to, to course correct. You've missed out on, on you know lessons and blessings along the way. And by the end of the year, if you fall short, You've missed out on time that you could have used to fix it. So that's, that's how I set goals. And I and that's how I teach my clients to set goals because it's so much easier. I shouldn't use the word easier. It's a little bit um, less overwhelming mm -hmm. when it's a shorter sprint rather than call me in 365 days and let me know how you did. Right. So, how, so for me, what I, and I've tried a variety of, you know, tactics and strategies. And what I do now is I, I make every month, I make a copy of my goals and I always put like of the, on the week, the dollar amounts and different mm -hmm. things. So what are some of the practical things that you do to kind of keep yourself on track every day? Do you have like a dry erase board? Do you have like, you know, some type of system you use? Yep. All of those. Okay. Of those. So like, and I don't want folks to overwhelm with themselves with going out and getting everything. You have to do what works for you. And for me, I have a, a system of systems <laughs> that work to keep me in check. Because I have a lot on my plate, so I want to make sure. It's almost like the, the U.S. government where you have one branch of, well, it's supposed the way it's supposed to work. You should have different systems that check your ultimate system to make sure that there's no inefficiency. And if one breaks down, at least you have a backup. At least that's how I think. Um, so what I do typically, like the practical things I do every day is every week I look at my calendar. Like if for me, if it's not on my calendar, it's not getting done. So mm -hmm. if I have a conversation with you when you say we're going to touch base, I'm going to get a, I'm going to go into my calendar and put a hold. Even if it's not confirmed, I'm going to put a hold so that if, you know, something were to come up, I know I've committed to something. So I make sure that I keep my calendar updated, like to the second updated. And mm -hmm. again, we're all human. So sometimes we drop some balls, but I try, I try to avoid that. And that's why I do it with the calendar. And so every week on a Sunday, I carve some time out to look at my calendar. What do I have coming up this week? Right. And if it's, you know, if it's the beginning of the quarter, I'll look at it month to month. 
Do I have spaces that I need to fill? Do I have spaces that are two packs that I need to spread out? If I, you know, overpacked my plate. So like gauging my calendar to make sure that I'm not overwhelming myself. And then to the day, every night before I go to bed, I look at what I have for the next day. Okay. That's so it. My, my goals are on my calendar. Mm-hmm. My profit goals are on my calendar. Every day we make an X amount of money. So I know what my goal is and I know what I'm making because I'm keeping an eye on it as it's coming in. So at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, so did I meet? Nope, didn't meet. Then we're going to move it over to this day because that means we need to send two extra emails tomorrow. That's good. And it's important to... Oh, go ahead. No, it's it's going to say I do it for everything. So I use that check and Mm -hmm. balance everything. What am I doing? Did I meet it? And the last thing I'll say really quickly is I don't always do it. I try to be diligent, but there are days when you're like, oh, you know, I'll get up early and I'll review it. So right. there are days when I fall short, but I, I I I realize for me when I'm prepared and I know what I'm going into, I'm I'm better. I I, I handle things better, and then it That's gives good. me space for the ebb and flow as well. But go ahead. Exactly, and just to piggyback on what you said, knowing your numbers, just across the board, like how much did you make, yeah. where where you are, and right, if you slacked off the day before, which you know, you have to give yourself some grace, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's that, what do I need to do to get there? So I love that. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. What are some of the most common reasons that businesses are not profitable? Mm. I'll give you three. The first is, the first common reason that I see is they don't know their ideal client to the teeth. Like I tell my people, know who they are yes know where they go to coffee yes <laughs> know where they shop it's important it's those Very. are their habits that's yep. going to help inform how they're going to react to you or your product or your service so you need to know them intimately like when i when i say who's your ideal client a picture should pop up for you yep. you should be able to see them in your mind's eye mm-hmm. That's the first bit. And a lot of businesses I find out, a lot of um, entrepreneurs I find out will do like the surface, you know, like the, I want them to make a certain amount of money, but it's very, it's not deep enough. Like you have to have an intimate knowledge of your ideal client or customer. So that's right. the first. The second is you need to have, you need to know exactly what solution you provide to their specific problem. Uh-huh. Not just that, you have to be able to articulate it. Knowing it is, is good and being able to say it to yourself is great, but if you can't you know, say it in your brand messaging, they're not going to know that you're talking to them. Amen. <laughs> and then the third thing I will say is not knowing your why, like why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. A lot of people start businesses because it seems like a nice thing to do. It seems like a good, quick way to make money. And if that's what, why you start, that's great. I'm not knocking anybody. But when things don't go so well, because it's not always great and, you know, roses and champagne and, and, and on, it's a journey. And you're going to have ups and you're going to have downs. You're going to have spots where you're going to bob and weave a little bit and say, okay, God, what's going on? I'm bobbing and weaving. What's happening? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, you need to know your why and why you're doing this. If you set out to impact the world and a little bob and a weaving is making you say maybe it's not worth it, then is your why really important to you? Mm -hmm. you know, your why is your anchor. Yep. So I feel like those three things fundamentally are one of the uh, three of the most common reasons why businesses don't aren't profitable because they're just talking to everybody and solving everybody's problem and in essence solving nobody's problem exactly you're you are talking my language i know people who are watching are like nobody says this time and time again i'm tired of her saying everybody's not your customer but no. it's true it's true it's true and when you are laser focused on who you serve you can really hone in on how to be of best service and provide the best service products in the way that they want to consume them. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. So talk to us. So I want you to be totally real with us. You know, okay. we, you know, because we are, it is important for me to help women grow their business. If you are staying the same, we need to figure out like what's, what's the obstacle that you need to overcome to start really seeing some profits and growth mm -hmm. in your business. So what's the impact of not being profitable that just staying the same for year after year after year? Mm. Um, short answer, you're gonna lose your business. That's, uh, you, it's not sustainable. Right. Because staying the same, and th so there's some industries that have been able to stay the same and evolve within the industry Generally, they stay the same, but they had to make some changes along the way. But staying the same, not learning anything new, not seeing what other people are doing, not up-leveling your own skills, not getting an intimate knowledge of your ideal client. Who they were yesterday might be different than who they are a year from now. Yes. Not doing alignment checks. Putting mm -hmm. out more products instead of finding out why the ones you have aren't selling. Right. <laughs> you know, like at the end of the day, none of that is sustainable. You're going to spin out. Yeah. Just and gonna... I was, Go ahead. I, I was talking with someone and, and they had a, a service on their website. And I said, well, how many people use it? They said, no one. Like, so why are you still doing it? <laughs> you know, so it's those types of audits of your own products mm -hmm. and you know, like you said, the people, the way that people behaved and consumed things in 2019 is different in 2021. Oh, yes, and if you are not staying on top of it, you're, it's not going to work. Right. I mean, 2020 was the, is the perfect example of all of this. Mm -hmm. If you were the business owner at the beginning of 2020, who is, was used to a particular model and said, well, this is my model. This is how we do business. We don't do any of that new social media stuff over here. I've literally heard that. Mm -hmm. You were that person when the pandemic hit. You didn't last 90 days beyond the start of the pandemic. Mm -mm. It didn't matter how many PPP loans you got. You're not getting people in the door, period. Right. <laughs> so what's the business? Mm-hmm. So, like, if 2020 is a lesson in business, like, 2020 is a case study of change is the only constant in business. Yes. 
Yes. And knowing how to, and I use the term bob and weave because that's what it feels like. <laughs> you're still standing, but you're like, oh my God, I'm rocking. Right. Because things are coming at you left and right. And you're like, I don't know which one. And you just have to, that's why you anchor into your why. That's where you focus on your destination. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. it's, it's all of those things that you have to be flexible. You have to be able to move with it. You have to be able to pivot. Yeah. But you also have to have that. Just, but in order to be able to fle be flexible, you have to have the desire to be mm -hmm. and know that how you are today may not be what you end up with at the end of the year. Right. So figuring out what's profitable within your business is, is a daily exercise. That's good. That's yeah. good. Well, let's um, finish up with talking about productivity because we're talking about profits and productivity. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of women entrepreneurs or women period like to wear busy, like a badge of honor. Like that's something to, you know, just aspire to. And it's not because, you know, you could be busy all day and not get, one thing really accomplished. So what are some productivity tips and, and, and tools or strategies that you use that work for you? Yeah. So the first thing is plan, planning, making time to plan. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to the next one, which is use your calendar. I don't care if you buy a planner, like a paper and pen planner, and you have to write it out every day, write it out every night or write it out weekly, whatever you do, but use a calendar and stick to it. So your calendar, I feel like, for me, I felt like my calendar was my first accountability partner. Yeah. Because every time I opened it, it would remind me of the things I needed to do, but it will also remind me of the things I prob probably should have done and didn't, but I put it down and said I was gonna do it. Yeah. So it, it holds you accountable to the goals that you're setting for yourself. So use it and making sure that you're setting boundaries around your work. Yeah. You know, if your if your time, if this is I work from home with three kids. Mm. So I have to set boundaries around I'm recording. My three kids are currently upstairs. You might hear my two-year-old running havoc in a minute, but <laughs> we're separated, you know? Right. But it's I, you have to set boundaries around your work. And if you live alone, then, you know, you control your own space and time. If you live with other people, let them know what you're doing and yeah. hold them accountable when those lines get crossed. So true. If you had to go to a job outside of your home and said, I need to leave by seven, they would respect that because they know if you don't go, you're going to lose your job. It's the same thing. Right. And you take that mentality on for yourself. If I say my work hours is seven to three every day as an entrepreneur, or maybe I go to work and then I clock in at 530 to nine or whatever time you give yourself, you clock in as though you're reporting to somebody, but right. you have to be committed. Productivity is not something that we can just, you know, adapt, take off the shelf, use it for a little bit, put it back like it's a habit. Yeah. And something that you have to build. It's a muscle that you have to, you literally have to practice it and you have to be intentional. And, you know, Victoria, just, you know, working from home for so many years and, you know, and have I have four boys, but they're all grown and four bonus children, too. And so but it's also holding yourself accountable to those boundaries where it's like, okay, these are my work hours. I'm not just going to run in, throw in a load of laundry, do the dishes, mm -hmm. start the dinner, do the, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's easy to do when you're home. Right. My office is in the basement. My laundry room is literally right there. 
I have to have a conversation with my husband around, I'm working. Oh, but you're in the basement all day. I'm working. Right. <laughs> if I was at the job, would you bring the laundry to me? <laughs> so it's, it's holding myself accountable, but it's also, you know, holding them accountable too. You're right. It's, it's, it's so easy to blend and bleed over because we're just here. Yes. And, and when you say you want something, when you say you, you, it's that dedication that we give, give to ourselves. I equate um, being intentional about productivity with giving to yourself and prioritizing yourself, giving your word to yourself. Mm, that's good. You know what I mean? Giving, if I said I'm going to do, I want to grow my business. And in order for me to grow my business or in order for me to quit my job and go to this business that I really want to do, this thing I'm really passionate about, I have to give it time. And yeah. if I put myself at the top of that priority list, I'm going to make sure the things that concern me get done. That's good. That's good. Somebody, uh, Patch mentioned rest mm. and reset and restore. And, yeah. and I want you to chime in. I have one quick thing. Yesterday, you know, I've been on this trainer mode and yesterday she kicked my tail and and the intention was to come back and do some work. And boy, I started on about three different tasks and my mind was just tired. And I knew that if I started it and finished it, it would not be my best. So mm -hmm. talk to us about how, you know, when it's time to just like, you know what, I need to rest, hit the pause button and, and tackle this another day. Yeah. That's really good. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, the ways I need, I know that I need to, okay, we need time out. <laughs> Mom needs a timeout. I get irritable because I'm tired. Yeah. I'm a thinker and I'm constantly thinking. Like my brain is just constantly churning out new things. Like I'm constantly having conversations with myself to stop. Yeah. <laughs> like we need to stop. And because I'm constantly churning out new ideas and, and, and getting into the details of the ideas, I find myself just going and going and going. Yeah. And I'll pull all-nighters because I just got to get this out of my head. But the flip side of that is I don't recover because there's no downtime. I still have to work the next day. I still have this family that I'm taking care of. Yep. So I find myself really, really ir irritable. I find myself like you not being able to give my best work. I tend to now, like, I'm sluggish, you know, mm -hmm. like you, you know your own signs, like you know your own body. And sometimes we push, right? And we're yeah. so used to hustling that we're just, okay, one more thing, one more paragraph, just let me just cross off this one more thing. I'll start again tomorrow, but one more thing. And then one more thing, four hours later, you've written a whole course, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it, 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 it's a struggle to stop, but we have to listen. Yeah. Listen to yourself. You know when you've done too much or you know when you're burning out. There's a yeah. burning out phase before you get to the burnt out phase. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the, the, you know, the ideal is to not get to the burning out. But if you find yourself in that orange zone, it's not quite red yet, pull back a little bit. Sometimes we, I heard this term a long time ago and it stuck with me. Like you slow down to speed up. Mm. Everything is not a, a race to the finish. Sometimes you have to like step back. And what happens when you take that step back, when you give yourself rest, when you give yourself permission to just be, yeah, is you have a, a broader perspective. You think clearer, right? You're smiling more. Like you're you're more right. intentional because you're not rushing and you're not tired. 
So it's so important to, and that's another thing I put on my calendar. <laughs> rest? You put rest I, on your calendar? Not necessarily rest, but I take, I don't take days off. So yeah. like, like, I'm starting to like incorporate some rest days. Because yeah. like working seven days a week is not sustainable. So no. like planning to take one day off a week, um, the third Friday off every month, but there's sporadic other days that if I have two appointments, you know, I'm just gonna take the full day off. Do you know what I mean? But making sure that I'm putting myself at the top of that list so I can be fully present in all areas of my life. Oh yeah, I agree. I don't work Sundays and I used that was negotiable at some point and now it's not. So I agree. Yeah. I do have a question for you. Um uh, where do you get your inspiration? That's from Patch. Ooh. From black women. Okay. I and, and I, I, I I'm just so inspired by the magnificence of who we are. Mm. There's so many, we're so multi everything. Like there's not one straight, there's not one woman that I've met and not just black women, I shouldn't say that. Like women in, in general, because we just go through life different. We move different. We yeah. have to operate different because of the way society is. But in all of that, like we've just developed all of these different skills that pop out of nowhere and, and like you go into a room full of women and there's like people literally changing the world in oh, that yeah. room. So like just, and, and now that I'm remotely working, not going out into the world because pandemic and COVID, I'm able to see all over the world what people are doing. I'm really intentional about spaces I find myself. So I mean, Facebook groups with people who are like-minded, who are on the same journey, maybe on different parts of their journey, but a similar journey. So their stories, their resilience, their, the things they come up with. And I'm like, oh my God, that is so brilliant. And it inspires my brilliance. Yeah, cause that's how I found you. Like I, I yeah. was not a huge like LinkedIn person, you know? <laughs> and I, so a lot of the people who, you know I would bring on the show or events were very local. And so now I'm talking to people all, not just all over the country but all over the world. And I'm like, wow, what a gift. To yes. meet people like you and you know to connect and you're like oh my gosh is she in my head like <laughs> I mean it's just if you embrace that yeah find inspiration everywhere I love that yeah I love it okay well Miss Victoria thank you so much I want you to tell folks where they can find you what you have coming up if you have any um, projects or events or things coming up can you share with yeah. us. Yeah, so I have a lot coming up because <laughs> um, I'm going through this rebrand. So I'm changing my uh, my company, changing our everything's changing. The entire identity of the brand is going to change, and with that, we're reworking our programs. So one thing I'm really excited that's coming out of this is um, my um, my coaching program. So I offer a group coaching program currently, but I'm adding on a one to one intensive, which is an eight week program, which works, um, which will walk the entrepreneur through the brain to profits curriculum, basically starting with your ideal client, like everything that we just talked about, we're spending every week going through with a fine tooth comb, making sure that who you are, what you do, who you're doing it for, how you do it, 
and the and why you're doing it is nailed down because that's the foundation of the work that you're going to do. And then we build into that. We build on top of that till we get to the profits and pro and they come out of the eight week program with the business plan as well. So really excited about that. That is important. A business plan. Everyone yeah. needs a plan, please. Plans. Plans. <laughs> Plans, plans make things happen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your uh, website and your social media handle so they can find you? Yes. So um, they can find me at The Village Creative, INC, everywhere, um, thevillagecreative.com, um, on Facebook, and on Instagram at The Village Creative, INC. Perfect. Well, thank you, Miss Victoria, for joining us. And thank you, everyone. Great questions. Again, make sure you connect with Victoria and learn more about her and the business. And we will be back next week with another special guest. This is so much fun. So thank yeah. you, Victoria. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Absolutely. So everyone, we will see you next week and have a wonderful evening. Bye-bye.